Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott Torin by Joyce. Hello, Scott. Joyce, my friend, it has just been Call of Duty Modern Warfare weekend, and a lot of people aren't very happy with the state of Modern Warfare 2's reboot, reimagining, remake no, thing. Not. Scott Telford, if you've been online, or especially on the Call of Duty subreddit, you'll yes. see a lot of complaints over the weekend. And to be honest, they're not entirely invalid. Okay. Invalid, because it's been a strange rollout for a game that many people were really excited about, including myself. Yes. And ultimately, it's been a strange launch where features that you would expect to be in the game are missing. There is a, a, a map that is MIA. There was a map in the beta that isn't in the final game, oh. and people are a little bit confused about that because okay. at least at the time of recording, Activision hasn't really commented on why it's gone. There are issues <laughs> with uh, the bad spawns and bad UI, and ultimately it just kind of feels like this game is kind of coming in hotter than people would expect. Mm -hmm. uh, I've personally been enjoying myself. You know, I was Same. a huge fan of the 2019 Modern Warfare game, and I been really enjoying this because it is an ambitious title that has changed a lot of core fundamentals mm. with the multiplayer especially mm. and it's trying uh, kind of like newer things like bigger maps bigger modes expanding upon the ground war mode in 2019 and incorporating a lot of different kind of like styles of Call of Duty play that I'm really enjoying mm -hmm. but there are these drawbacks that I'm going to get into mm. I know that you've jumped in yourself like can I get your first impressions before I go into these um, details I've, in particular this was a weird one because I saw the sales data across the weekend and it was like oh it's the biggest selling Call of Duty on Steam either ever or in quite some time yeah. um, and it's a very solid card I feel like every year we sort of just till the fields and go mm, is it a good card yes it's a good card <laughs> uh, this year's yield is pretty strong um, and yeah it's a good card I mean I, I play every single one of them uh, this is a solid enough game I was, it's one of those ones where I played every single Call of Duty um, apart from Modern Warfare 3 yeah. but this one I just sort of played it and I was like yep this is more of what I love from 2019 <laughs> um, it's very much a continuation however I know that if you play Call of Duty a lot more than I do like I play every single one but I'm not a hardcore fan Josh has played like a thousand hours or something <laughs> of Warzone um, dude's living on it whereas you're going to notice way more things I think right. the overall Call of Duty fandom will notice a lot more than I would um, so for me it's just give me an M4 and let me hold the left trigger then the right trigger I'm solid enough unfortunately for you the M4 is the first assault know, rifle you like get saw me coming. so that's perfect for you yeah okay let's jump into the things that they have changed then because mm -hmm. that is a cause of contention amongst the 
fan base right now, specifically the way that perks work. Right. So in previous Call of Duty titles, as you probably know, you pick three perks uh, before the match and then they just activate for the entirety of that match and then you go forward from there. There's not much else to them. Sometimes you can unlock other versions of them, but it's been pretty much straightforward for the past few years. The new perk system, however, you get two base perks yes. that activate for the full match, but then the next two perks that you get that are a little bit more stronger um, don't activate until a certain threshold within that map. So you still Which get feels ultimately... Wrong. Yeah, it does. So ultimately you still get all of the perks eventually, yep. but it seems like a kind of needless change because in my experience playing you know, certain modes, I unlock them quite fast anyway. Yeah. And it's like if I'm going to unlock them fast, why not just have them right from the very beginning? It's one of those kind of needless changes, mm. I would argue. And I kind of see what they're getting, for, what they're going for, because some perks may be overpowered mm. or whatever, so you want to get them later on in the game rather than stomp people right at the beginning. Mm. But it just seems strangely implemented. And like you said, they're kind of random in terms of how they <laughs> unlock and kind of like how they contribute to the feel of every match. I wonder how much it's them chasing Halo Infinite. Um, I know mm. that's a weird uh, marker to chase because Infinite's been such a tire fire life, like all since launch pretty much um, but that game went forward with the idea of everyone starts the same and you're finding various parts of your loadout various pieces of equipment yeah. on the battlefield and it changes how, in theory it changes the flow of a match as the match continues and I wonder if it's Call of Duty's version of that it's like we've had standard loadouts for so long I mean 15 years or whatever um, since Modern Warfare and I know that we had them a little bit before then but in terms of Call of Duty pioneering that stuff um, and all those like the pick five system and all those kind of things maybe this is them going like let's shake it up and see how people respond to it obviously yeah. the response has been could you not we'd rather you, <laughs> we'd rather you didn't do that well it seems like in, this is quite a gracious um, look on <laughs> how they've approached these changes in my yes. opinion it seems like they've tried with the changes and the missions they have made that I'll get to they've tried to level the playing field mm. uh, across the board whether you're a casual Call of Duty fan or whether you're a hardcore Call of Duty fan uh, and that's you know kind of with the perk system but specifically in taking away stats like they've taken mm. away the barracks right now so you can't see your overall kill death ratio yeah. for instance like that's not in the game at this moment in time which seems like a bigger mission and a lot of people aren't happy with in kind of myself personally I'm like well where are my stats guys how am I supposed to know how well I'm doing etc when you et finish a match as well unless you go back to the menu and hit the right trigger you can't even view the standing of like the match that just completed right like, yeah the most of them don't auto generate you've got to find a way to see if you even placed well um, unless you're pressing the touchpad during the, the battle itself and this kind of seems like a trend right because mm. uh, Battlefield uh, 2042 which launched last, last year mm. similarly didn't include like a conventional scoreboard and I wonder if like kind of the developers behind these first person titles are trying to not eliminate that competitive side but kind Probably. of obfuscate it so you're not so worried about your kill death ratio mm. you're not so worried about doing well compared to other players and you can maybe just have some fun in the game itself working with mechanics mm. like I said I think that's a that's a noble aim but in implementation it doesn't quite come across like that and it feels like mm. you're missing a feature perhaps that uh, other games that came in other games as standard. I think as well. I mean, Overwatch 2's version of that. It's like there's like a general push, like you said, from Battlefield to Overwatch 2 to uh, Call of Duty to try and make overall online play spaces more friendly, which, like you said, is a noble aim and something to aim for. And especially if you contrast it with the the Wild West days of 2006 Xbox Live yes. and the amount of things that were being said online or the general attitudes that were getting across. And we were all part of that stuff and um, getting used to online play and everything. Trying to make those places more palatable overall is definitely a worthwhile thing to do. Um, however 
of that, I don't think that you should necessarily eliminate all aspects of competition or stats that can be tracked that people want to see. I mean, I know that, like I said, in regards to the end of match scoreboards, they are still in there if you hit the right button. But I feel like overall, people play Call of Duty to some degree um, to have that competitive aspect. And if you if that's done well, you can't have can't have healthy competition. You don't have yeah. to get rid of all of it. I do think, yeah, I 100% agree. Like, I think the system that they had before, where sometimes they would hide your kill death ratio mm. depending on the game mode that you're in, and just keep that, you know, in the barracks itself. So you had to kind of go and seek it out if you wanted to see it. Mm. So it wasn't ever present, but it was at least there and it was accessible. That was already pretty spot on for me. Can I do a banter? Go I on. barely know what the KD ratio even is. Well, like I know what it is. I know I know it references your literal kill to death ratio. That's right. But when they show me the number, yeah. I don't think I know what that means. <laughs> I sort of look at it and go, okay. Cool. Well, well, what maybe, does that do? Maybe you're the intended COD player. Maybe this is what... I was already this brain dead everyone. to that thing, though, because I just play COD. I just right. go on the maps. I shoot the men. I don't care. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll get more involved than I'm sounding right now, but still, overall, KD ratios were never my thing. Maybe they've looked at the amount of people that talk about those mm -hmm. things and have tried to smooth it over. I don't think they should. I think if you want to access that information, it should be there. But I'm just lolling at the fact that if there's more people like me going like, I never really cared or it doesn't really factor in, yeah. that they've kind of gone like, well, no one cares. Well, well, I think that's what they want people to care about, ironically. Mm. They want, they don't want you to get so focused on that side of the game. And that kind of, uh, you know, gels with how they've changed the weapon progression system. Yes. So in like previous Call of Duty games, you would unlock new weapons by just getting to specific levels in the general player progression. And that's still there to an extent. Mm -hmm. But now you also have to use specific guns to get blueprints for other weapons, if that makes sense. So you might have a marksman rifle yes. and the base of that works as an assault rifle as well but to unlock the assault rifle variant you have to get kills with the marksman rifle version so okay. essentially it's encouraging you to maybe choose weapons and play with weapons that you otherwise wouldn't have touched so you can unlock other versions of them breath of the wild that you style. might want to use yeah maybe breath of the wild style but obviously not all of those weapons are good and there's one <laughs> marksman rifle in particular that i'm talking about right now it's called like the lackman 55 something something it's lacking is it uh, it's, it very is hey. it's very is lacking because it wasn't fun to use but i felt compelled to use it it, right. so I can unlock this other version of the weapon and again it's a noble aim because they want you to use different weapons they mm. want more variety in the gunplay they don't just want people using the M4 and then <laughs> sticking with it for the entire game and I do get that mm -hmm. however is that necessarily fun is that necessarily fun mm. and does that gel with kind of like what Call of Duty was before like we were talking about with the competitive angle I don't know ultimately is it what people want mm -hmm. necessarily is it what the community is responding to i don't mind the system that's in place right now because you still get gun unlocks yeah. it's just if you want those particular versions you have to spend time with other weapons uh, and it just depends if those guns are fun to use which mm -hmm. in my opinion that marksman rifle is not i'm having a nightmare <laughs> with it i'm trying it fully auto i'm trying it single shot i'm trying it on Ooh. ground one i'm trying it in 6v6 maybe i just suck i don't know <laughs> Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. (laughs) I feel like overall, if they were going to shake this many things up, um, it should have been in one of the installments like Vanguard or Infinite Hmm. Warfare or whatever, not something that feels like a direct sequel. Um, Obviously, this is Modern Warfare 2 is the continuation of 2019s. um, And that will get a lot of eyeballs on your risks that you're taking. But still, it's Call of Duty. It's still going to be something that a lot of people are going to check out. Um, But yeah, I'm always going to champion a risk. I feel like this has only been out for about four days or so. Um, So I feel like a lot of people are still getting used to things. However, like you said, that's a double-edged sword. I always like the idea of trying to encourage a player base to try more of the weapons on show. Um, But at the same time, if the thing that they're pushing you towards is just fundamentally lacking to what you were just using, that's never going to be a good feeling. That's it. And I mean, you know, with I'm not going to talk too much about score-based matchmaking in this video, (laughs) but say, like, you know, you're getting stumped anyway. You don't then want to use a gun that you're not gelling with just because you want to unlock another gun. Like, that's just going to make for a couple miserable hours until you get the thing that you wanted in the first place. And maybe gating content in that way isn't uh, necessarily the best. However, going into the actual gameplay itself, like, I think it's really solid. I love the engine that they're using. The gunplay feels punchy. I like the added recoil to the guns. However, there is one point of contention amongst the fan base and myself, okay. Scott Tilford, and that's the spawns in the regular 6v6 multiplayer. Yeah. Because they are absolutely <laughs> annihilating me at Why this moment it? in time. Why is every single year we talk about spawns, but oh my god, this year, when the first match I went into, a guy just spawned there, <laughs> right in front of me, facing the other way, and I just blind fire killed him, and I was like, oh, that's gonna suck to be that guy. It was probably me. It was probably me in that moment in time. I was playing a map oh. last night, and it literally, I had four deaths in a row, yep. and it spawned me in the same place every single time, right. and I was practically screaming to the game, this is where I died. This killed me <laughs> last time. You're giving someone else an easy kill, and uh-huh. it just feels way more noticeable. I mean, Call of Duty always have bad spawns when it, when the games first come out, but this one feels really noticeable mm. and kind of really random, where more often than not, I feel like I'm just spawning in an enemy's line of sight. I would get annihilated on there, spawning in my line of sight, and I'm yeah. annihilating them. It just doesn't feel particularly well implemented I would right love now. to know how, we've been doing Call of Duty annually for 15 years now, yeah. how do we not have spawns right? How is this the same? Every single launch period always has something to do with the spawns. I remember World War II's being notably bad a few years ago, um, and it's just, oh, Vanguard, is, I mean, they all are. They're, they're, yeah. There's always some version of this conversation, but I've really noticed it this time. Like I said, it was a media dude just right there. Okay, <laughs> I will kill that guy that's right in front of me then. And it sucks again because this is, you know, a sequel, and mm. you kind of expect a sequel to expand upon what the team learned from the previous game. And this does in some ways, but like I said, with this title, 
Battle in particular, I still really like it. Yeah. But there's a lot of weird changes and weird emissions and kind of step steps back where you don't really expect them to step back. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> a lot of people, again, are complaining about that missing map. There was a museum right. map from the beta yep. that, uh, you know, was heavily tested. And now it's just not there. <laughs> and there's just kind of like a general sense of weirdness of like, why is all of this stuff in flux when the game is out? You know, there's a, a missing mm. hardcore mode, for instance. That's another right. thing that people uh, are annoyed about. You know, a hardcore variant of the many multiplayer modes in the game. That's often came as standard. People love playing hardcore with the higher time to kill, with no minimap, mm-hmm. etc., etc. And that's not coming until uh, Season 1 drops on the November 16th. And is... It's just little things like that where mm-hmm. they're not deal breakers, but when you compare it to Modern Warfare 2019, it appears to have you know maybe less content, maybe missing features that, like you said, mm-hmm. should come as standard and that they should have you know, just kind of carried over and got right by now. Have they, towards the end of development, kind of realised, like, hey, this is going to be the last Call of, the, the last Call of Duty for a couple of years, and we need to kind of stretch this stuff out. So if we can have anything that's remotely yeah. anticipated um, that gets people talking, even if it's just we're giving you the thing that you thought you were going to get on launch day, um, which is just Video Games 101, <laughs> um, that can be something people can anticipate a few months in advance, and they can stretch, they can sort of makeshift a season plan yeah. that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, probably. The return of the museum, man. Probably, because then people get excited about season one, it gives them a chance to log back in, it gives them a chance it gives them a chance to connect with the game again mm. for a longer period of time I don't like that myself, if no. that is the case, I prefer to have a content rich game at launch and then have that supplemented with stuff mm. afterwards rather than you know, be in this weird space where we're now looking forward, like you said, to things that we either expected to be in the base game or things that we've already played in the game like the museum map and we're mm-hmm. thinking okay, when are we going to get that stuff that we thought was going to be already included, <laughs> it just kind of creates a strange dynamic like I said a very strange sequel especially with the lack of communication on their part if yeah. it's something that any beta map that people were responding positively, positively to you would assume would then be in the full game yeah. um, that's a weird beat to go with a couple uh, more nitpicks because yes. again these do feel like Pick nitpicks those right nits, now but uh, the UI in the menus in particular has been causing havoc for a lot of players <laughs> and this does suck like there's just some strange choices that they've made there's a horizontal um, kind of option screen for your camouflages so you have to go it just shows you every camouflage that you have in the game. There's like no drop down boxes. You just kind of scroll right <laughs> until you get to the one you want. It's okay. just not intuitive. Yeah. Uh, the way the UI works, when you're even jumping into a match, like you might click, uh, you know, invasion and ground ball, for right. instance, off the menu. Mm-hmm. And you might think that'll put you into a matchmaking lobby, but then you go into its own screen, then you have to click matchmaking again. And there's been so much time wasted in that screen where I thought I was matchmaking oh, yeah, and I hadn't yeah. clicked. The thing uh, again. It sounds like it sounds like a small thing, but it's just one of those weird steps back. Like I mentioned, there's also a map that a lot of the fan base doesn't necessarily like, but I really like it. And it's on a, a kind of like a highway with a lot of cars. It looks like the one from Black Ops Four, I think. Is it? Ah, okay, I don't really remember too much about. There Black was a Ops one. 4. I'm sure it was in Blops Four, where it was like a highway, lots of crash cars, and yeah. everyone was just doing sight lines, sniper yes. rifle stuff over and over and over again. Well, it's very similar to that, mm. apart from the cars explode. Okay. So if you're stood next to a car and someone hoys a grenade, then your entire team can die, as happened to oh, me God. yesterday when we were trying to cap an objective and then the car was on fire and I thought that's going to explode so I tried to move the car exploded whole team wiped (laughs) Uh, very strange um, kind of approach to that level's design because I actually do think it works well as a level right. I, I might be in the minority for that mm. it's just the exploding cars and how many of them there are 
that kind of seems strange well, because it just seems like a hazard that uh, you have to avoid but yeah. if you're avoiding it you avoid the whole middle lane of the map one thing that I always hated in Call of Duty campaigns was that idea of you just wandered into the radius of a grenade about to go off and right. even if you're right on the edge of it it's an instant death thing yes. so you see the thing on the screen going like hit RB to throw it back but you're dead before you can even respond to it um, and same thing for exploding cars and stuff you sort of just your character just dies in the middle of a firefight yeah. and it's like oh well guess I die then I, just, <laughs> I guess I must have been next to some radius that I couldn't see uh, bringing that across to the multiplayer yeah. is potentially tragic it was it certainly <laughs> was my friend uh, like I said it, it sucks because I think the map is good it's just these tiny kind of um, issues that mm. add up ultimately. It might seem like we're nitpicking a lot in this video, but we're just trying to reflect kind of like what the fandom is talking about right yeah. now. And these seemingly are the biggest issues in the kind of more of a problem because I don't think anyone really expected the game to have these issues. Because no. like I said, a lot of them are steps back from what we had previously and what we established with Modern Warfare 2019. Mm. And a lot of them do directly impact the gameplay as well. Like I said, you know, no hardcore mode absolutely sucks. The bad mm. spawns obviously really suck. Mm. In like other missing features that you expect to be in there as standard, it just feels strange and it just feels like why it hasn't why wasn't this sorted at launch? Because the game could be something special. And like I said, it is still very good. Like I'm not saying don't buy the game or anything no, for these reasons. It. It's just room for improvement. And it's kind of I don't I think it was an unforced error mm. on Activision and Infinity Watts part to not have this stuff in there at launch or have this stuff sorted at launch because otherwise we could have hit the ground running and now the game is good but we're fixing issues that were fixed three years ago if that makes sense. Well that's sense. the thing and speaking of like years gone by I feel like this long into an annual cycle I know they're finally taking a break now so maybe we'll see maybe the spawns in two years time will be perfect because they find out enough time to refine it and do whatever but this long into a franchise's life cycle they kind of have to get those things right Yeah. Um, and they're going to stick out more and more especially when this is the sequel to the best received card in quite some time a 2019's game um, at least for me is like the best one they've ever done I thought that thing was absolutely incredible um, in regards to the gameplay I think the story was a little bit waning but whatever yeah. in terms of the feel it was stellar um, and so yeah you're finally bringing that back around after Vanguard and whatever to finally, finally pay that off and do something grander and then to take even the remotest step back is yeah. going to massively stand out because everyone's expecting it to be capitalised on hence the sales um, I guess we'll see how things shake out because um, like I said the sales across the weekend have been incredibly strong um, and maybe you know with all the new loadout system and the spawns and all the other issues well, there'll be more people weighing in whether or not this is a big enough issue going forward that it gets addressed let us know what you think though down in the comments below of Modern Warfare 2 and for now I've been Scott from Culture.com. I've been Josh from Culture. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.